سعداء أن تكونوا معنا في الإرساليات والجسور Welcome to Bridges for Mission Bienvenue au Pont pour la Mission 欢迎聆听宣教桥梁。Yendi Well, hello everyone. We are so glad that you have joined us. Bridges for Mission. We are in season nine. And as you know, we will be um, presenting and sharing different voices of what experiences have been like for them, the challenges that they've experienced, whether they are going on a short-term mission trip or hosting or and all that. So just wanted to give you a heads up, listeners. Um, as you know, I'm one of the co-producers, facilitator, thinker, I, you know, I have no idea what the title is at this point, but it's okay. You're with us. I'm Reverend Sandra Dorsonville here with Minister Nicole Cox, and um, we are delighted to have you join us. Um, so um, come at the table, join us. We are going to travel to Thailand today with our guest. But I, before we do that, I really want to, again, express our deep gratitude um, for all of you over 3,000 followers at this time, following us from, you know, all continents, um, from places that are truly hard to reach, but somehow the podcast is reaching you. So we're delighted that you are, you are joining us. Um, if you have suggestions, questions, follow-up, please don't hesitate to um, send us email, volunteers at internationalministries.org. We'd love to hear, hear from you and um, particular topics or maybe a guest you'd like us to have to come back and do some follow-up conversation. So, so again, thank you, thank you. Join us. Um, this morning, we are saying hello to Elise Juanes, um, who is a International Ministries global servant serving in Thailand with her family. Hello, Elise. Hello. Thank you for joining us. And some of the, um, for our listeners, some of the the questions and topic that we're going to cover um, on this episode have to do with what happens after, uh, at the end of a short-term, um, hosting a short-term volunteer and some of the questions and challenges maybe and stories that um, Elise might like to, to share with us. So I will turn it over to Minister Nicole Cox and um, we take it from there. Hello, everybody. Well, at least we love to start our podcast off with a wonderful question with who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself so we can get to know you. Uh, great. Thanks for the opportunity to share. My name is Elise Juanes, and I, first off, am a child of God. So I'd like to start off with that. Um, I'm also a wife and mother of three children, age 13, 11, and 8. Um, I'm a homeschooling mom and a global servant in Chiang Mai, Thailand, as discussed already. And I'm a big fan of missions. I actually um, started my missions journey with uh, short-term missions in high school and college. So it definitely has a special place in my heart and is a big part of my story and, uh, and who I am. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um and how mission, short-term mission really impacted your life and, and the story and where you are now. Um, my follow-up question to that is, 
When you hear the word debrief, what does that mean for you? Yeah, debrief is a term that I I first heard um, pretty much during my short-term missions experience. Um, at the end of the um, the trip, we would just all meet together as a group and discuss things. So for me, debrief is an opportunity to um, talk about what went well, um, what didn't go well, um, and gives us an opportunity to discuss growth, um, what impacted, and also what we could do to improve now and in the future. Um, so for me, yeah, debrief is, uh, is really important. It gives us an opportunity to uh, see through other people's eyes and other people's perspectives because I might have the same experience with a group of 10 other people, um, but we all saw it differently. So it gives us a great opportunity to just see um, the world through each other's lenses and, and it's been a really cool experience. Wonderful. Thank you. Can you share with our listeners examples of different styles of debriefing and um, when debrief should happen on the course of you know, short-term mission? Sure. I think, uh, you know, there's different styles. Um, one-on-one is what some people I think like, depending on what the event is. If it's just a few amount of people and you want an opportunity to really dive in deeper. Um, I've had most of the experience though with small groups, uh, whether it's the big whole team or maybe three or four other people um, with the leader talking about, um, you know, For example, if we were out one night um, on a short-term missions experience, we're out one night with the local community and doing some evangelical outreach Um, afterwards as a a team, we would um, just discuss like, hey, how did it go? What were your thoughts? Um, What did you see? What did you see God doing? Um, What was hard? You know, Um, that's an important question to ask. What didn't feel right? so that's been some some important questions. Um, if it's a longer uh, team or trip, like I was gone for one month in the Philippines, and I think we had debriefs weekly and then after every like evening event. So it was important to do those check-ins if it's a big event that you're focused on serving and impacting others, that you talk about it right away so that you can get your thoughts down and have a discussion um, before you go out for the next round, really. Um, and then at the end of the trip, when it was all done, it's an opportunity before before heading back to your home country uh, to have a little bit of time as a team together to, again, talk about overall, what was your experience? What went well? What didn't go well? How did you see God moving? Um, what do you take home with you? And um, yeah, I think it's just really important to have those check-ins throughout after big events and especially at the very end of the, of the team trip. Thank you. That actually plays into the next question that I have with why is it important to debrief with volunteers? Yeah, it's been interesting. Um, in the past, I was the person who got to uh, be the volunteer getting debriefed. And recently I've been the the leader debriefing other volunteers. So it definitely uh, has been an opportunity to understand both perspectives. Um, I think as the person who experienced the trip and is the volunteer and is debriefing, um, it's important to have the opportunity to just really discuss your feelings and your impact. It can be really confusing 
sometimes. Um, so to just some of the heavy stuff that happens sometimes on short-term trips, the good things and the hard things. So as a volunteer, I was thankful that I could talk through that with, with a leader and with other volunteers to kind of just, yeah, talk it out and have some normalcy to what I was experiencing as well, some togetherness. Um, as the, as the, on the reverse end, as the leader leading volunteers, uh, it was a great opportunity for me to understand what they're experiencing and to talk to them from a different perspective, being able to have a, like their perspective of, a, of an outsider looking in to what's happening in my daily life um, and being able to really pour into those things and answer questions and also even have an opportunity to change some things like I'm not understanding this or um, the time with the, the kids, for example, some volunteers that were here helping with some of the kids, it's really difficult. Their language barrier is hard. How can we help overcome that and also help, help the volunteers uh, know how to connect better too? So it gave me an opportunity to change some things up and to provide um, an opportunity for deeper connection. So um, yeah, I think it's important you know, to debrief with volunteers together too, because you're all in it together. We're all serving God together. And it helps us again to see other perspectives um, and to be able to change things as needed. As um, a volunteer, term mission volunteer myself, those debriefs have definitely been some of the best and some of the hardest times for me um, when I've done my trips. Um, but what are some of the what are potentially other benefits of debriefs outside of continuing those connections and having those conversations? Have you seen any other benefits from either you personally going through debriefs or from volunteers that this, this new role that you have in debriefing volunteers? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, when you're in any job and, and things are kind of just become the norm, um, you get used to it. Right. And uh, things get, I guess you would say a little whitewashed or something, right? Like you don't always get to see, um, the, the big or little things that God is doing. And so being able to talk that through with volunteers to, to get their fresh perspective on their experiences. Um, for me, it was great to say, to see like, wow, God's really, God's really working here, right? Like, um, it was it was offered an, a chance of like new hope and new perspective for me to be reminded that God is in the big things, but he's also in all the little things that we do day to day. And sometimes it doesn't take a big event to impact another life. It just takes being there. And for me, that was a big takeaway to be reminded of God can use the big and the small. And even just the living it out day to day, which is what we do now as long-term missionaries, is still very, very important. And um, it helped me to be reminded that there's still big impact in those little things as well. I so love the picture that you just presented for our listeners and um, that God is in the in the big thing, but also the little things, which is so often overlooked. And I wonder if you could share um, an example of an, of an unexpected blessing that you have lived as, as a host um, 
and as you've seen, maybe through a volunteer as a moment of growth um, and how it impacted you as the host? Yeah, I mean, with our first hosting experience, um, you know, even from the gate, we picked up our volunteers at the airport and the questions were rolling, right? Like, what's your story? Why are you here? And and how did that come about? And um, I loved it. Like, it was just a great opportunity. Uh, number one, a blessing for me to re be reminded of my story and what God's done in my life. Um, and also an opportunity to share and give hope and perspective to their lives as well. Um, I think throughout their time here, you know, we just kept uh, giving opportunities for even just time. The day is not always full of events and big things. So we just kept reminding them of um, when you have free time, what are you doing with that? And where do you see God working in that? What's he doing in your life? I think a lot of volunteers come with the, the view that they're going to impact the people here. And they do. They do have an opportunity for that. But there are actually, the volunteers themselves are the most impacted in my personal experience and in seeing that as a host. And so being reminded of not needing to fill your time, which is important for me because I like to fill my time, um, but to remind them, which also reminded me of what I'm doing with my time and uh, what do I see God doing in the ebb and flow of everything. Um, there was another uh, incident uh, when our volunteers were here that um, they actually got to go to a different location farther away from us and spend some time with some people with disabilities. And the text message of me following up with them, they were like, this is really hard, right? Like, this is really, really hard. We don't know what to do. We're not sure what our role is. And it gave me an opportunity to just remind them, okay, I understand this is hard right? Where's God in all of it? Um, and so it was really great because that actually, they walked away after a week of being there, of, of it being a very impactful time for them of just being on their own and having to figure it out, which meant they really had to lean on God. And I think there was a lot of growth that happened in their lives when we debriefed after that, like what went well, what was hard, what was good about it, um, they got to, they got to be okay with just sitting in the mess and sitting in what God was doing there and letting him lead them and figure it out. So that was a real big blessing to be able to hear, um, and know that God showed up obviously in the really tough time that they're having. Thank you so much. Um, those are, those are beautiful nuggets, um, that we always need to be reminded of, um, and that we are human beings and in the sitting and the being present is so important. And for a lot of our, sometimes uh, folks come with that mindset of just being busy, busy, busy all the time. And, um, and God invites us into the, the sitting. I mean, when we, we see so many of those stories um, in the Bible where Jesus sat with folks and fellowshiped. So, um, Thank you. Thank you for joining us um, today and sharing your story and sharing really the impact that debriefing has on volunteers and on hosts as well. Um, I know that our listeners will, will have a lot of takeaways. And, um, and again, listeners, 
uh, from Zimbabwe, Poland, um, Serbia, um, Nicaragua, Mexico, feel free to really send your questions. Um, we'd love to hear from you. So we, you can reach us at volunteers at internationalministries.org. So Elise, thank you for joining us today um, and listeners until next time. We thank you for listening to Bridges for Mission. You can find more information about the short-term mission office at internationalministries.org. Also, don't forget to get a hold of the new leader's guide entitled Short-Term Mission Team Essentials Together on the Journey. Uh, you can find this on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Book Baby, and that we are so glad that you joined us today. So thank you for all the subscribers and from listening from all continents. Thank you and have a good one.